Finances and Writing Your Retirement Plan with Kathy Pfefferhahn. Finances and, in conjunction with my company, Capital Coaching, together we'll create a successful financial plan by examining your spending and saving habits, then guiding and educating you to your own personal success. My coaching services include evaluation of your spending plan, building your savings, financing your retirement, examining your insurance needs, and planning for your individual goals. Please contact me at capitalcoaching.net to make your appointment for a free consultation. Reaching your retirement goals can be easier with a written plan. By writing it down, you can make sure that you're on track to have enough for the places that you want to see, the things you want to do, and for the people or charitable giving that you want to leave your money to. And according to a Schwab study, they found a written plan makes you 60% more likely to increase your 401k or 403b contributions, and two times as likely to keep up your monthly savings goals. The reality is, even diet plans ask you to write down what you've eaten each day. It's a powerful tool to keep you accountable and on track. It's the same for your retirement spending plan. Creating your spending plan now for your current lifestyle will help you understand how much you may need after you retire. The Employee Benefit Research Institute found that less than half of us even attempts to calculate their retirement needs at all. There are retirement calculators online, and I played with the one on NerdWallet today. If you don't think you'll have enough money, start by backward planning. Decide how much you'll need and then make small goals to save weekly, monthly, and yearly to accommodate that goal. Just like we make allowances in our spending plan to purchase a car and other large items, the same must be done for our retirement. One option is to take the payments that you're currently making, like on your car, and once it's paid off, use that same amount to fund your retirement accounts. You're already living without that money, and why not keep it up and make a dent in your future needs? In any case, you're going to need to plan your timeline. Decide on your desired retirement age. This means choosing when you want to retire and coordinate when you can begin to receive your pension funds, Social Security benefits, and your giving plans for your family or charity. The longer you put off retiring, the more money you'll have, but only if you start now. Waiting to fund a retirement means waiting to retire. You'll want to target a savings rate, and this means to plan how much of your income will go into your retirement plans. Professionals recommend approximately 15% of your pay go into retirement vehicles like 401k, 403b, IRAs, pension funds, or any combination of these accounts that you might have. But if you can't do 15% right now, that's no reason not to save anything. You've probably heard the phrase, pay yourself first, and this means to make sure your retirement is funded each month before spending money on your wants. Clearly, paying your mortgage has to happen each month, but there's probably other spending that you can put off until your 15% goal is achieved for your own savings. One strategy is putting any pay raises towards the 15% until you have succeeded in funding it each month. Remember, though, as your income goes up, so does your 15% of what your income is. If you visit the Social Security Administration website and set up your account, you can see how much you'll get each month based on how long you've worked, your salary, and the age you choose to retire. Once you take Social Security, you won't be paying out any payroll taxes on any income, you won't be putting money away for retirement, and you'll probably not need to pay a mortgage or be very close to paying it off. With these savings from your past paychecks, that means you might only need about 80% of your current monthly income to live on. Luckily, Social Security raises your benefit with COLA, or cost of living, each year, so what you can afford when you first retire should stay the same throughout all of your benefit. Did you know that retiring and claiming your Social Security benefit are two different things? The later you claim your Social Security, the more you'll be able to collect. 
Those born after 1960, like myself, can take full benefits at age 67. Before 1960, they can retire with full benefits at age 65. But every year you don't take your full benefits, it goes up about 8% at age 68, 16% at age 69, and 24% at age 70 or later. This means that if you can delay your retirement benefit, you'll be making more each month. If you choose to delay, you'll use savings to live on first, reducing that probably quickly, but then you'll increase the inflation-proof Social Security benefit that you'll receive for the rest of your life. Think about that. Your benefit for Social Security will continue to go up with the cost of living, where what you have in savings will not. Although this document is dated, for example, they're still using the age 65 for retirement, the Center for Retirement Research at Boston College had a great publication called The Social Security Claiming Guide in a very easy-to-read format. I suggest you check it out. You're also going to need to plan out exactly what you'll spend your money on. This act is one of the most effective ways to meet your goals by putting them on paper, and then you'll have an excellent chance of staying in your spending plan. Will you need to pay off your mortgage? If so, you could need 100% of what you're earning now. Although business spending goes down, once you retire, you won't need to do dry cleaning, commuting, or eating out all your lunches, but your health care costs will rise. Will you start a new hobby? The more you can plan specifically, the more accurate your budget will be. Because retirement rarely means sitting at home without spending, you're going to want to make sure you have enough money. To calculate your after-tax rate of return on your retirement accounts, you should probably consider a percent lower than we've been seeing in the past 10 years on our investments. Instead of about 7 to 12%, you might want to consider you'd only be making 5% because some of your retirement vehicles will be taxed as you take money out. If you have a portfolio of, let's say, 60% stock and 40% bonds, you'll want to start considering about five years before your retirement, shifting that to a larger percent of safer returns as an example, 60% bonds and 40% stocks, to make sure that you'll have money now that you're going to need it to rely on to live. Of course, speaking to a certified financial planner will help you with all your specifics. This is one of the best things you can do for yourself, even if you have an investment person already, because at best, they're advising you on investments and no other part of your financial life. By meeting with a CFP, you can plan your entire estate, retirement, insurance, investing, taxes, and finally, they can help you with trusts and will planning as well. All of this will keep your funds your own and grow your finances, even in retirement, to ensure that you have all that you need throughout your life. Creating a plan is an excellent way to make sure you have all you need in retirement, but you're not done. Make a date that you can use annually to review that plan. It will take the better part of a day, but as long as you know this in advance, you can get comfy and start planning. Some questions to start considering might be, are you hitting your expected savings targets? Do you need to raise that target if you're not? Are your stocks gains or losses changing your allocations? And allocations are the mix of stocks and bonds and other investments that you have. Do you need to change your stock bond asset mix because of those allocations being out of whack? Do your investments support your long-term plans? Those are just some of the questions to ask yourself and to look at as you reevaluate each year. The truth is, no matter how wealthy you are, you can improve your chances of retiring well with careful planning. Expect to make changes along the way, but you'll be better prepared for having what you need while retiring comfortably. This is Kathy Pfefferhahn. Thanks for listening to Finances and Writing Your Retirement Plan. 
I know you chose to listen and I am very grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider and share your favorite episodes with friends. I'd love you to leave a review because it brings financial education to others and helps people find me more easily. Also, let me know what questions you'd like answered or any ideas for topics you'd like covered by going to the website at financesand.net and leaving a message. You can also contact Capital Coaching for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school, so you don't have to.